Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show, Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller. And we're excited to be on this show today, Margaret, um, because I think she and I both have lots to say and share about indifference and the road from indifference to mastery. And uh, Margaret, there's, there's one word that comes up for me whenever I think about indifference, and that word is whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And, you know, whatever isn't so bad sometimes. It depends on the situation, of course. But if you constantly get, as I did in one relationship, a whatever, it definitely communicates an indifference, a, a lack of concern, a lack of sympathy, or really an importance. And that can be a problem when you hear it too often. That's right. I think it's sort of the mascot word. <laughs> for indifference. Yes. Uh, yeah. peeve when it comes to that. You know, um, I have this called a behavioral barometer and it's really cool. It's what I use sometimes in sessions and it has different categories based on the conscious, subconscious, or even choice, no choice. And indifference is listed under choice, no choice. And I'm just going to give you some different words for indifference, because I think it gets the mind going about what we really are talking about today. Mm -hmm. uh, pessimistic, um, immobilized, rigid, numb. I can't read. <laughs> I, I keep my eyes. Um, stagnant, mm -hmm. unfeeling, destructive and disconnected. And I think all of those words really describe a state of being that is indifference. I do too. And, and, you know, it, it, the, this journey that we're talking about, uh, from indifference to ma mastery, there's such a, there's such a big <laughs> gap between those two things, you know, and that, and that gap is, uh, the gift of versatility and being able to um, to move in our lives and and so when you were when you were talking about these other words um, it, it kind of the the pessimistic is the one that stood out for me because if we if we have a pessimistic attitude it it feeds that indifference like I was thinking about my main um, thing that came up this morning was thinking about wellness and health, the healthcare systems and, and how that's, it's really not true. I mean, uh, our healthcare system, at least in the United States, in my opinion, is not healthcare. It's, it's sick care and it's, it's, it's sick <laughs> and, 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 and being indifferent Wow, I'm going off on um, a tangent right away. Um, okay. Good. Uh, and it 
is like if we are not able to be responsible for ourselves if we're not if we don't if we're so indifferent that we are you know have this pessimistic attitude about our own lives and and somebody else needs to take care of us somebody else needs to take care of our uh bodies when we've been putting all of these toxins and poisons into our bodies uh how you know it's like this loop that we can't get out of well we can't eat correctly because they keep putting these additives into our foods and there's pest pesticides on our our crops and all of these things how do you ever get out of that pessimistic loop right how do you start taking responsibility for that so i'm 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 like diving into uh the deep end here i apologize but i can't I can't keep myself away from it right now. <laughs> well, you're bringing in a really good point because we need to, you know, we can be indifferent in one area and maybe not so much in other areas, right? So you're you're speaking about, we you just delved into systems, right? And we can be indifferent within a system like healthcare, where I don't, we can be indifferent when it comes to a system like our political system. And just to give you a great example of this, I have a great niece who is, she's only, I think 20 now. And, um, you know, we got talking one day about voting. And I asked her if she was going to vote. And she said, nah, I'm not going to vote. And I said, really, why not? And she said, Oh, my dad used to always say it didn't do any good. So why should I bother? And that's a great example of indifference, right? And in order to overcome that indifference, we first have to realize, oh, I'm really indifferent. What does it mean for me to be indifferent, not caring within that system structure? Mm -hmm. Does that have an impact? Of course it does, because we're, everything's connected. Right. And um, does it have a great impact? Well, maybe not, but maybe to yourself, it depends on where your mind is, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so it's just, you know, it, it kind of comes down to our values, what we're aware of in terms of our values and, and our mission and our purpose and all of those things too. But um, so this indifference can be really sneaky. It can be in relationships. It can be in terms of how I interact with systems like the healthcare system, the politi political system, my neighbors. It can just be in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, this, I think it, the reason that I'm so stirred up today, I, I think it is, it's, it's very disturbing to me to notice when I have been indifferent. It's, and there's so many different areas of my life where that has come into play, where, where I do feel, you know, like I, I've always voted, I've voted since I was 18 years old, but I have also had that feeling of this isn't making my vote doesn't count because I you know I'm in the opposite party uh to to the collective in the state that I live in right and and so it doesn't it's like my vote doesn't count and that kind of attitude um is is so damaging to us and the same thing as I'm talking you know I'm going to talk more in a more relaxed manner about healthcare, like if, if we're actually, when we do care about our own well-being, right, then, then we're not 
then then we are able to move out of that indifference when we're able to look at ourselves and go you know i have there are choices that i am can make in my life and i can empower myself to make you know different choices in my uh in what i eat or how i exercise or or whatever you know then then we can notice the indifference we can notice where we're still being indifferent and i think that's where i got to today because i'm you know I've, i've changed a lot of things just in the past year about how i take care of myself um how i how i eat how i um you know i look at labels which i never did before i was totally indifferent to that Mm -hmm. and and anyway go ahead well you're talking about a level of maturity too (laughs) that that well i mean it's really true we become aware of different things in different stages of life of course so we learn as we go hopefully um and but but one of the things about indifference in the definition of in, definition of indifference is that sympathy exists and i think that's an interesting thing to think about because if we're talking about indifference within a political system or a healthcare system or even um, in our marriage or in our relationships you know well what is sympathy You know, sympathy is having an idea about a point of view or experience that's different than your own, right? And being able to at least relate to that in some way. Mm. And, you know, it's easy to grow up and and have these beliefs of, oh, well, my, you know, my, my, my parents were, you know, Republicans, so I'm going to be a Republican without even understanding what a Democrat or Libertarian or whatever other political, you know, um, organizations exist without even having an awareness of what those are. Mm-hmm. So, and without that awareness, without learning more and knowing more and finding the balance of knowledge, we really cannot be step into sympathy or mm-hmm. even begin to care because we're close-minded. Right. We're inflexible. Mm-hmm. So, Okay, so when we're looking at indifference and we and we see it as like it's it's personal, right? It's it's our own um, indifference, but we are immersed in it in our society. So so for instance, right, we have this huge amount of um illnesses that are due to our diets right <laughs> i mean we see that uh in our in the united states uh as a huge problem i mean even before uh you know pandemic there was th- there was a huge health crisis that had to do only with what we eat and if we are indifferent to uh, that for instance as a society we're sort of indifferent to it then we start you know we start training our children and and you know each other to not care and to um not be able like 
to not be able to have the impetus to make a change. And, and so how do we tap in to something different? What is it in us that will allow us to um, make a different choice in whatever area? I'm, I'm, right now I'm on food. I don't know why, but that's what I'm on. <laughs> So, well, you know, you bring up a good point because, because in, when we have, when we are indifferent, we, you know, we grow up and move into corporations or create companies with indifference. So we do have companies mm -hmm. that are also indifferent. They're indifferent to the impact they have on the environment. They're indifferent to the impact they have, I don't know, in, in, in a certain group of people, whatever it is. That indifference doesn't just show up in people, it shows up in corporations because it starts with people first, right? Okay. So you bring a really up a really good point. And I just wanna say this before we move on from indifference and into a bigger conversation. In my opinion, indifference is one of the most dangerous places someone can be, is mm -hmm. in indifference, because nothing can change. In fact, let me give you the opposite just to take it in a a little bit different direction. The opposite of that indifference, I'm going to give you some words, is attunement. Mm. And attunement is um, in tune with, congruent, in, in balance, creative, perceptive, appreciative, tender, and gentle. Mm. There's the sympathy coming in, that energy of sympathy coming in. I love that. And that, that reminded me of um, some of the quotes in, in, in the Gene Keys book, but I'm not going to, not going to go into that right now, but yeah, it is, it, you have to be able to see and feel uh, a, a different point of view. And, oh, that's so interesting. This is, this is what I was I was recognizing yesterday as I was working with the horses, um, if we can uh, shift our perspective into, you know, like standing in somebody else's shoes, for instance, and, and allow ourselves to feel another and, and experience another perspective, then everything really can shift. And then we can move out. We do automatically move out of indifference because then we, then we sort of have the experience of the other side of the story. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. Good. Yes. It, it, we, we, it, it expands our awareness and in how you describe that, there's a connection we make with ourselves. Right. Instead of just operating from ego and the mind, we've now made a bigger connection with ourselves. At right. The same and, right. And we're seeing ourselves in the other person as well. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and take our first break. And when we come back, we'll, um, we'll dive in farther. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay, you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. 
Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're so happy you're listening in. I'm March Bowen, and I'm here with Mark, Margaret Miller. And um, Jan, thank you for your question. She asked a great question. And her question is, so what is the difference between being indifferent and not caring enough to challenge every little thing? Mm. You know, I, I have, I think I have a couple of answers to that because if, if I don't, being indifferent is not caring enough to challenge every little thing. So that's one answer. The other answer is if I am not wanting to challenge every little thing, then maybe I have um, a greater understanding of not only the individual impact, but also the community impact of something so that I care enough about my affecting others to make a different choice in what I do and don't do. That would be the other answer I have to that. Oh, that is beautiful, Marge. And, you know, I would add to that, that second answer that we, that's what versatility is. That's what being able to respond to circumstances uh, with a, a mind towards um, what is required for the larger whole, you know, something beyond myself. Can I think about my own well-being, but also and also the well-being of the collective and make my choices accordingly? You know, if if we can do that, if we can be flexible and versatile, then we then a lot of times we don't have to challenge every little thing. We can move, uh, you know, with the flow as long as we recognize that it's beneficial. If for if on the other hand we're keeping that sort of indifference and not caring when we see someone being hurt or something being damaged, but we're not making an effort to stand up, uh, uh, you know, because nobody else is, 
then that's a whole nother thing. And, and, and then it's, you know, then it's in sort of an internal moral debate that has to happen. <laughs> yes, that's right. And, you know, along with versatility, there's an ease and an effortlessness. And, um, and I think that's interesting because when I think of ease and effortless, I also think of flow. So again, mm -hmm. if we think about indifference as being rigid, right? There is a lack of ease and a lack of flow mm -hmm. going on. And there can also be, and I, you know, I, this is a judgment word for sure, but there can also be a laziness there. And so the laziness can be, I am not even aware of the thoughts and beliefs that I'm running on mm -hmm. enough to change them. Or I'm so comfortable in my life that I'm going to be indifferent and shut out everything, all the discomfort in the world so that I can feel better about, so that I can just rest in my comfort, in the comfort of my own life, you know? And so it's easy to turn a blind eye, if you will. And, and in doing that, that's fine. I mean, we all do that. I'm not saying that we don't go in and out of all of this, but this is, it's really important because we need to manage our own indifference mm -hmm. and it can be so subtle that it can pop up here and pop up there. And I need to be aware of when I move into indifference mm -hmm. and decide if that's where I want to stay or I want to create something different. Am I being, you know, am I just in my own comfort or can I make a different choice and see this in a different way that includes others, not just me? so that I can make a different choice and make it better, not just for me, but for others. Yeah, I think that this is when you brought up the comfort, you know, and our comfort zone, it like it truly is about that. Indifference is is caused by not being willing to move out of our comfort zone and, you know, and to not disturb that 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 comfort for any reason whatsoever. And and so and then and then it becomes that diffusion of responsibility well i'm not responsible for you know everything that happens out there in the world and then pretty soon i'm not even responsible for anything that happens in my own life and i'm not responsible for even how i feel right and not being able to um come in to a, a place where you can cause yourself a little discomfort in order to uh improve right and uh, or change something that needs to be changed yes another and, and comfort um versus awakening mm -hmm. so it's interesting to think about that you know if i'm in comfort i may not be awakened so i might need to walk that path from comfort to awakening and what is awakening well awakening is awareness in my opinion awakening is awareness awakening to what I really feel. So my heart centered self, mm -hmm. right. To my senses that are speaking to me. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a combination. It's a wholeness. It's a body, mind, and spirit kind of place mm -hmm. to me awakening is. And if our listeners just think about changes they've made in their own lives and what led them to make that decision to make that change that turned out so well for them, they went through an awakening process. Right. Right. So, so what's going on in, in my uh, awareness right now is um, this 
So one of the the leaders of um, some of the ceremonies that I've been involved with uh, for many, many years, uh, we would have to get up way, way before uh, sunrise um, for these uh, multi-day ceremonies. And sometimes he would go through the camp yelling, you came here for a spiritual awakening, so wake up! <laughs> you know, and it's like just like shoot you out of uh, out of your sleeping bag, uh, you know, at at the wee hours of the morning, and 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 really, you know, this is also something that I always say to um, people that I'm uh, uh, training in in Reiki or or doing coaching work with. It's like get comfortable being uncomfortable because this is this is the way it is in order for you to have the awakening in order for you to come into a new understanding of who you are and what you're capable of you're going to be pushing that comfort zone constantly that's right it's so true and it's so worth it of course so what so um let's talk about what it looks like for someone who is in the comfort zone and can't quite step into versatility in order to move into the ultimate, which is mastery, mm -hmm. you know, and for me, mastery is the opposite of indifference. It's the mastery of self. It's the mastery of flowing and creating ease in our lives and opening our mind and, and thinking new ways. You know, right. all of that represents mastery for me. So, so what do you think, Margaret, are the things that keep people stuck in comfort or in this indifference? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's what kind of what you were talking about. I, the word that keeps coming up is lethargy. It's like being in this um, state, it's sort of a numbness, like not uh, maybe even being um, disassociated like not being in their body, not being able to even feel uh, that that they really aren't comfortable. It's it's such a funny thing because we 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 seem to be comfortable uh, in certain conditions, and then if we if we, if we would spend a little bit of time of time focusing inward, we realize that. That we're actually not comfortable at all that we hate where we're at and where we really do want the change but we don't have whatever the that impetus is to change and that is not having the impetus to change not being active in our own beingness is exactly why people get blindsided with divorce people get fired from their jobs <laughs> because something's not working and they're not even aware of it. And it, they, it just keeps perpetuating. And all of a sudden it's the two by four. Well, <laughs> you, you know, here you go. <laughs> and then you're, and then you're just in, you know, in shock thinking, How, why did that even happen? And there's always some answers to that. Why? <laughs> and, and there begins the journey. Right. Right. And yeah, yeah. Um, the two by four method, you know, is is what most of us use, at least, you know, in the beginning. Absolutely. That's that's how people 
sure. start to realize they have to be responsible and they have to make the changes is because they, they come up against uh, some circumstances that are untenable, right? And they have to make a change. And, yeah. and then, but that's so, that's so uncomfortable that then I think over a period of time, then we start to go, okay, how can I be a little bit more proactive so that I don't have to have the two by four next time <laughs> to, to yes. help me make my changes? Yes. And then, and then another um, reason that people get stuck in indifference is, is they're not aware of, of being, of what they've learned um, in certain structures and their thinking, you know, their beliefs that they've developed. And we usually begin life by adopting the beliefs that we've learned through our family unit. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and so if we're, we continue to operate with beliefs that aren't working for us and thoughts that we're thinking that lead to those beliefs that confirm the beliefs, then that can keep us in a place of indifference. Mm -hmm. And so it takes, again, it takes an opening up and a listening to our senses, which is so important. We're back to, to paying attention to the sensory system that we all have mm -hmm. and opening up to that information. And that takes us to be in our bodies because in mm -hmm. their physical senses, as well as our intuitive sense as a guide. Right, right. So when we come back from break, let's talk more about that embodiment, because I think, you know, it's it's so funny because it's really a crucial uh, element in every conversation that we've had since we started this, Marge, right? Isn't it? It's, it yeah. truly is. Okay, so let's go ahead and take our break. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mar Mystic Margaritas, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, 
let's keep on going. This is such an interesting um, topic today, Margaret. Um, so let's talk about embodiment. You were saying before break that you and I really focus on that. And I think a lot of that is our education, right? And we both uh, went have an education in massage therapy. We both have an education in energy. And so we really truly work in, in the, with the mind, body, spirit. And um, there's such intelligence in that wholeness of, of who we are. So to operate connected to all of those things, we believe, and we have found in our own personal experiences that that is extremely important and a great guidance because we are, you know, it's important to pay attention to our body. Our body signals so much for us. And one example of that for people to really understand is the stomach. You know, and we know from the Chinese um, five element model, medical model there, that stomach energy is about dissatisfaction. It's about emotion. We have more receptor sites uh, for serotonin on our, in, on our, in our stomach than we do in our brain. So it's an important organ that signals to us when something isn't right. And that's why we have phrases like, oh, I've, that makes me sick to my stomach, or I feel like I've been kicked in the gut. And these are all useful bits of information that help to help guide us to open ourselves up in the way that we're talking about and move out of our comfort. Right. So, pardon me. I think there's a, we're gonna <laughs> a lot of um, a lot of noise in the background there. Whatever's going on. Yeah. So, so okay. So. If we're talking, if we're moving into versatility here, and and you and I, you know, we do have we have this skill set, we have this knowledge that allows us to recognize the importance of the body, and so so that's what we do to help people. You know, we we bring them into that awareness, help them to come into that awareness, and and so when we when we start to have that awareness of hey you know there's there's all of this information being given to us by our bodies and so we can tell uh what we really care about we see this is how an indifference is is we don't even know whether we care about something or not right, right. and but if we were listening to our gut feeling if we were actually thought that that gut feeling was important information we would know that whatever is that whatever is causing that gut feeling is um you know that's our information important to it's, us right yeah. it is important to us and and so and, and once we start doing that then we can follow that on um you know on the large scale and the small scale like day to day what feels right to me and what doesn't you know what feels good in my body what what feels good uh after I eat it and what doesn't, you know, what, what is causing me to uh, feel horrible? You know? And if I make the choice to eat or drink something that doesn't feel good to me anyway, then I've made that choice. And so then that whatever consequence is a result of that choice, I need to also assume responsibility for that consequence and not hand that over to somebody else. Right. Yes, yes, very good. So it's a true fusion of the heart, mind, and spirit. 
right? So, and you know, the, the I Ching ref, uh, refers to this um, I Ching um, as enthusiasm. And it talks a lot about the inner no, the inner yes and the inner no. And I love that because that's what we're monitoring all of the time is whether to say yes to that or no to that. Mm-hmm. And if I'm saying no to that, then why am I saying no to that? Well, because if I do too much of that, it's going to make me feel bad in my body. Or, you know, if I do too much of that, it's going to alienate the other person in this relationship. And mm-hmm. I may not have a relationship or, you know, I've, I've damaged the love we have between us, you know, whatever, whatever that is. Right. Right. And so, so for instance, the, the idea of being, becoming like the stewards of our own energy, being aware of the internal yeses and nos and um, starting to really take responsibility in our life for, for everything. Like if we're, if, if then, then we become like the entrepreneur. Okay. So this is what I wanted to bring this in. We were talking about this earlier um, in a previous conversation about what, what, what is an entrepreneur? Well, an entrepreneur is somebody who uh, starts their own business, becomes responsible for it, takes the risks involved, gets really uncomfortable, right? In the, in taking those risks that are involved and innovates and, and is flexible uh, enough to, make the changes that are required as they're going along in a business. And so it's, it's kind of like the, I don't don't know why I jumped right into that, but I, I felt like, you know, this is, this is a really, it's a really good example because when, when we're indifferent, when we don't know what our internal yeses and nos are, we can stay stuck, for instance, in a, job that isn't right for us for a lifetime you know people can stay in positions that don't work for them because they feel you know they feel trapped or they feel like there isn't another option when maybe they haven't uh been able to pay attention to their own yeses and nos that could have given them other options Yes. And so we've all heard of people, right, that that work in, in a job and uh, for years and years and years, not not super happy, but they continue to push through it. And then they reach retirement age and then they and then they die. Mm-hmm. So they let it all go, but they let it all they let it all go <laughs> mm-hmm. to the point because stress is so damaging to us, of course. And so years and years and years of living in that kind of stress. And that's really what we're talking about to to not be aware of the inner yes, the inner no, and not follow that as a guidance with with our our, our intelligence, our emotional intelligence and our spiritual intelligence. If we ignore all that for years and years and years, that is stress. And we all know that stress kills. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it is very important. And I, you know, if it's okay, Margaret, I have this book, a wonderful book called how to think like Leonardo da Vinci and um, seven steps to genius every day. And I think as we move from versatility into mastery, right? That's what we're talking about. We're talking about embracing, being aware of, 
utilizing and embracing our own genius. Mm -hmm. So our own inner intelligence, outer intelligence, spiritual intelligence. And um, so I just want to give you a few line items, if that's okay, about the, um, the seven Da Vinci principles. And the first one is curiosity. And so an insatiable, an insatiably curious approach to life and an unrelenting quest for continuous learning. So that's the first one. And that's what we've kind of been talking about. Yummy. Right? Yummy. <laughs> the second one is, um, you know, the, he uses some Italian words, so I'm not sure I can say this, but I'll tell you what it means. <laughs> A commitment to test knowledge through experience, persistence, and a willingness to learn from mistakes. Mm. That's mm -hmm. a beautiful one as well. Our greatest learning is from our, from our mistakes. Yeah. Right? Um, and the persistence. I love that. And then the, the third one is the continual refinement of the senses, especially sight, as the means to enliven experience. Mm -hmm. So what do you think that means? The, the, um, the senses, especially sight, why, why do you think that is? Because I think that represents not only there's, you know, our, our, our vision is our greatest sensory system. And because we have the focus and the peripheral. And so there's so much information we take and it's a direct feed to the subconscious as are all the other senses. And so it's what we see. It's what we don't see. It's what we're open to seeing. It's what we see within ourselves. Yeah. There are so many aspects of, of sight. And I think that's probably why it's mentioned. Yeah, I do too. That's, I, that was, that was, I, I just really love that because it is, it is both. It's it's what we take in actually through our physical eyes uh, from the outside, and it's it's uh, what we're experiencing from what we take in, and what we you know how that vision can be turned inward to um, to the wealth of inner knowledge. That whole universe that resides inside of us as well it's like it it um yeah that's why it's so expansive so expansive and and then if we, you know we're never we're not living life alone so we're living life in communities uh, or in relationship to other things whether it's nature or people or whatever it is and so and so sight encompasses my ability my ability to see how my choices have impacted someone else or something else. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. can I see that? The subtleties of of vision and and um, body language and things like that. So if I if I say the inner no and communicate that in in an aggressive way, am I seeing how that's impacted the other person? I'm saying the inner no too. Yeah. Right. And it's not that maybe I change my inner no, but maybe I open up to can I communicate that a little differently? So, again, it goes back to self-responsibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can we be the steward of our own energy and and what is responsibility except for the ability to respond? Yes, very right. well, very well said. Yeah, because it, it, it really, truly when we when we recognize that there is a difference between 
uh, reaction and response, right? Reaction is sort of the knee jerk, um, you know, I'm right, you're wrong, kind of a, a, a thing. And a, and a, but a response is, is, uh, has taken that pause. If you're getting ready to respond, you take a pause and you do the internal, you focus internally to feel what the yes or no is and what my impact, what the impact of my response is going to be. Is it worth, is it worth arguing over? Is it worth, this kind of comes back to that um, question that Jen asked earlier too. Is it worth me having a fit about about this particular topic, you know, or is it more important for the other person to be, to feel heard in this moment? Right. Yes. So choice and consequences too. Right. Now what consequence does my choice have? I think we've lost some of that. Uh, Exactly what you're saying that we respond mindlessly Mm -hmm. and that we don't fully think forward the consequence of our choices. Well, yeah. And it's so, I mean, you know, it's, it's so clearly demonstrated in our, in our global situation right now, you know, uh, environmentally, socially, politically, uh, yeah. And, and all of our systems. And so, so that's why, I mean, this is like a topic for, um, 20 shows, not just one. Right. (laughs) but we're getting to the root cause of some of this which is great and that's indifference yes yeah totally yeah okay let's go ahead and take our our next break i can't believe it's already time so you're listening to marge bowen and margaret miller Uh, we're mystic margaritas on inspired choices network and we'll be right back have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Margaret, I'm going to continue with the seven Da Vinci principles because we're on the fourth one. Okay. It's a very interesting one, and I'm sure we're gonna, you're going to want to talk about this. is a big, This is a big one. And it's actually called, I think I can pronounce this Italian word, I think it's called sfumato and it literally means going up in smoke and it's a willingness to embrace ambiguity paradox and uncertainty Ooh, yeah right that's (laughs) delicious 
It is delicious. And I think this is really a great conversation right now because we have generations that have never been challenged with the kind of challenge we've had in this pandemic, right? You and I have lived through the Vietnam War. Okay, that was a challenge for our culture and our society and our families. It was a challenge all the way around. But, you know, younger generations really had not experienced the challenge. And so we've lived through something like that. And we've lived long enough in this life through many challenges that we, we know how to embrace uncertainty. Mm-hmm. But that uncertainty through the pandemic for many, many people who haven't had that experience yet that has been a huge challenge for them. Yes. Right. It had a lot of anxiety. And I think that um, being in that discomfort and not having the, the wherewithal to know, Oh, this, this will pass. We'll Mm -hmm. get through this, you know, can when, when we can't have, don't have the ability to do that. I think it's easy to move into indifference as a coping mechanism. Yeah. And I think that, that, you know, we do that individually and we do that collectively. And, and so, but it is, you know, and so not everyone is doing that, which is great news you know, that, that we know that this too shall pass and that, and that we can, uh, we can make changes small at first, you know, individually and, um, and be in this place of the unknown. Like I, the reason I got excited right when you said that is, is I had the vision of the phoenix, mm-hmm. right? The phoenix uh, that rises from its own ashes, and and that you know that throughout anyone's lifetime, you know we we are the phoenix, and we do rise out of our own ashes. We can, and and we can. Uh, and that's learning from the mistakes or, or, or g- taking off in a totally different direction because something didn't work. Yes. Right. Like that's, I mean, so, so I get excited thinking about that because we have, we are at a point, uh, I think collectively where we know there, you know, there's enough of us that are aware that the situation is at that point. If we don't do something completely different than we've done it before, we're not going to make it. Right. Right. And a lot of people have taken the information through the pandemic and made some big changes in their lives, too. Yes. Okay. The next one is um, the development of the balance between science, art, logic, and imagination, which is whole brain thinking. And then we're getting so close to the end. I want to just give you the next two and then I'll be done with this. (laughs) Uh, The next one is the cultivation of grace, ambidexterity, fitness, and poise. And the last one is a recognition of an appreciation for the interconnectedness of all things and phenomena, systems, thinking. So these are the, this Leonardo da Vinci was doing this, you know, he created such beautiful, oh man, divinely inspired, in my opinion, uh, works of art and sculptures. And he was just such a genius in so many areas that it's interesting to see, you know, what the emphasis is from all that he believed and uh, how he can teach us in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. And so thinking about, um, being able to, gosh, 
read the fifth that fifth one again the fifth sixth and seventh if you don't mind so so the whole brain thinking oh yes and, and then the grace ama dexterity fitness and poise so it's movement throughout life which is really interesting um in a physical way and then interconnectedness of all things and phenomena right so when we're when we're able to be versatile when we are when we have skill sets that cross boundaries when we know uh that we have um you know that that we don't have to just focus in our area of expertise that we can reach out into new realms and and bring those those other skills across the border <laughs> to you know between arts and sciences uh, you know or or whatever um then then we can then we can dance in the area or the realm of mastery but until then we're we're just experts yes and it's that interconnectedness is that integration of our individual geniuses as a group that can take us forward in beautiful ways that's mastery right and yeah and so that last one you know recognizing that we're not alone in this yes. recognizing that that we have to be thinking uh systems thinking we have to be able to look at the consequences of our individual actions on the collective and recognize that 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 our our input is valuable and so is the the next person's that's right and so by removing our own faults inner programs mm. we're able to find our own mastery and that's really what today's show was about i thought <laughs> so. yeah go go people Whoa, what a journey programs let's all do it so we can all be masters of our universe <laughs> <laughs> masters of the universe <laughs> well this is true though right this is when when we when we start being responsible for our own choices for our own uh state of being right for our own emotions and so forth then we then we start to really experience that we are creating our own reality that's right and that's yeah. magic <laughs> yeah and that it can be a beautiful reality it doesn't have to be a nightmare it can be something really really wonderful so have a gorgeous day and be the masters of the universe <laughs> yeah you go people <laughs> <laughs> you go okay <laughs> Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.